What does it mean to be human? What does it truly entail to live in harmony within oneself and with all life on earth? Heartfelt welcome and thank you for tuning into the One Voice podcast. I'm your host, Samuel, and with the support of the All Enough Foundation, I'm on a mission to share the voices of visionary artists across the earth with humanity. This podcast is my humble attempt at contributing to the fostering of an evolved human consciousness. It serves as a platform for integrating and weaving together wisdom from diverse cultures, religions, and traditions in the beauty of creative expression. In this episode of One Voice, I am speaking with Bettina Maurenji. Bettina is a ceremonial musician, teacher of the voice, and a devotee to the mystery. I encountered her through her beautiful and mysterious music, which I felt great resonance with. In this episode, we will be speaking about the voice as the main instrument and the channel for prayer, devotion to the mystery, the profound times we live in, and how to stay centered and open in the midst of life. Hello, everyone listening. This is Samuel speaking, and I'm sitting here with uh, Bettina Maurenji in her place, her beautiful place here in Ibiza, an island outside of mainland Spain. And... Um, we have just finished a two-day uh, voice activation, medicine of your voice workshop, which has been very powerful. Uh, Bettina has been a great inspiration for me during my travels and especially during my time in the Amazon rainforest, working with uh, medicinal plants. And uh, yeah, her very mystical and beautiful music has been following me and my, my soul for a long time. So. When I learned that there was the opportunity to come and work with her in person, uh, my soul said, you have to go. And uh, when the soul says, you have to go, you have to go. Uh, so I went. So, yeah, Bettina. Yes. How are you doing today? I'm good, actually. One of the these days when everything feels pretty good and in harmony. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell a little bit short about yourself? What what work are you doing right now? <laughs> uh, it, it's a good question. I, I have the feeling I'm always somehow working on myself. <laughs> um, and, and that's the inspiration for the work uh, I do. So I'm basically working with people and using the voice as an instrument. Uh, of course, I'm I'm also a musician, I'm a songwriter, and though when people ask me what's your profession or what you're doing, then I always answer I'm working with people. And I think, yeah, that has always been a great passion of mine to, through, through my own journey of seeking the truth, even I don't even know what that exactly means. Um, to, yeah, to be with people and to discover together um, where we can heal, yeah, and in which areas of our lives we need to grow and to learn. And so, of course, <laughs> there's no way around me diving into that myself for myself. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at and that's what I'm doing. Yes, no had a... Uh, full-on experience <laughs> of that work mm -hmm. and, um, yeah it's beautiful to meet someone that uh, has found their calling 
and what they want to work with and how they want to give their gift to the people. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I'm very grateful I got the chance to do this work one-on-one. That's uh, it's pretty rare. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe also a little bit, okay, the medicine of your voice. So the workshop you have been signing up for one-on-one in person, working with these exercises. I mean, the medicine of your voice is a method that I developed years ago, just through my own experience, also being educated in Indian classical music in India, where many of those exercises come from. And then throughout the years, I've designed them in a way that made them more accessible for myself. And also, you know, when I started to practice all these exercises, apart from playing the sitar um, or just singing, just basically really practicing uh, with my voice, um, of course, it also has an effect. <laughs> yeah, as a similar like with, with yoga, for example, if we start the first day yoga, it feels in a certain way, but then after a year, it has certain effects on my on my system, yeah, physically, mentally, emotionally. I think Deva Primal said once she started singing the Gayatri Mantra when she was four, yeah. Wow. Yes, and then she said, I think it had an effect on my life, yeah, to, yeah, continuously sing mantras, yeah. It, it does affect the physical system. And so I was very um, intrigued by experiencing that. And so, of course, I've done lots of research and joined a lot of sound healing groups and and visited many teachers in order to find out what is it all about. Yeah. And I still don't know exactly (laughs) what it is all about, but it's probably something that can't be really put into words anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. Because ultimately, ultimately, it's a mystery. It belongs to the mystery. But we can um, work with it and discover our own mystery through that. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> for me, when I was growing up, I was very shy. And uh, I'm two meters tall. And I wanted to make myself small to not stick out in equal Sweden, where everyone were supposed to be uh, like equal. And um, also with my voice, I, I didn't make much sound of me. And I hated talking and speaking in front of people. And... Um, uh, Singing was just not on the map for me at all. I, I could never see myself sing. Uh, I'm 25 now, so just three, four, five years ago. <clears throat> but then through my own spiritual journey of connecting with spirit and with God, it's, and also through the ceremonial work, it became over time more and more clear to me that the voice is something uh, very sacred. And it is a portal portal Mm -hmm. to open one's own body, one's own mind, one's own uh, being to to life and to God and to be a channel. But uh, it's not easy to know where to begin or what to do. I've been improvising a lot myself, but haven't really had any guidance. So I've been feeling, I felt a strong calling to work with someone that has been doing this work for a long time and to ask for some guidance <clears throat> and I really feel like yeah, a lot has happened just in these past two days and it goes beyond just exercises and the practices but it, it is a transmission yeah. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> yeah uh, 
my voice is um, feeling freer and more open and more in tune with uh, life than ever before. So I'm very honored to have the chance to sing in front of you and to break through many of the barriers of shyness, of holding back, of mm-hmm. uh, wanting my voice to be something else than it is. Because uh, um, as you say, the voice is the primary instrument. Yes. Could you tell us why? <laughs> well, thank you for, for sharing, for all the reflection on the on the workshop. And I feel the breaking through the barriers is also a, a, a big thing, yeah. And um, so the voice is the primary instrument. I mean, just looking at the history in, in humanity, uh, before any instrument was built, the voice was the only instrument, yeah. And I feel, because we all have <laughs> a voice, it's something that is still accessible, and and runs through humanity yeah since yeah since we are here since yeah. we are on this planet i think in the germanics my my ancestors their first instrument was a bone with holes in it in order to create a flute and i think you and i talked about that that rudolf steiner once said when the instruments got invented yeah it was it's of course music musical instruments are amazing and though uh, they were invented and we have been moved further away from the direct connection between us and spirit, us and God, yeah. And I do feel very strongly that, you know, just being with myself and being with my thoughts, being with the voice that's audible, so speaking voice and singing voice, is the direct connection. And of course, it's beautiful if I can sit down and um, play and sing uh, devotional songs. It's it's incredible what can happen, yeah, if we intentionally want to connect to the divine or spirit or God. Though the, the human voice has been there before. And so, yeah, that's somehow why I feel so intrigued by by working with people with their voices because we don't have to have any musical skills. We don't have to have a passion of learning the in the sitar, for example, or the guitar. Yeah, there's a natural connection everyone has with their own voice. And to and to discover that is such a journey because many people come to me and, and say, I think I want to learn how to sing. And then I say, okay, and what else? Yeah, I feel a bit timid around my voice. So there's there are a lot of therapeutic aspects also, yeah, around the voice. And for me, it's really not just about singing. It's about being true. Like you, you said something really beautiful. It's it's sacred. Yeah, the voice is sacred in each moment. So each word is is sacred. And it doesn't matter if I say I love you to someone or I have to address something that's maybe a little bit more challenge, yeah, to really choose wisely and with wisdom. <laughs> because you don't know who's listening. We don't know who's listening, but it's also about physics, yeah. So if I uh, come from a place of love and strength and I can communicate from that place and practice that, of course it's also going to be reflected in the music or in the songs I'm, I'm singing, but it's a daily life practice every moment. Yeah, and and life presents us 
moments again and again and again where we can really uh, see, okay, how how much am I connected to where the voice is coming from and the voice is coming from the physical body, but on a soul level, it's really coming from a place within us, yeah, that is connected to to emotions and feelings and um so just to complete this here, I feel there is the the great intention when we say we want to always come back or stay connected to spirit when we use our voice. There, It goes through layers, yeah, because sometimes it's not so easy because I might be really angry or upset about something. And to be able to express that as well, you know, and be with everything and then eventually arrive to that to that place within where it's just pure and it's love and i think yeah that's that's my own intention in in life is again when you ask so what's what's your work that's that's my work yeah to be authentic in each moment so yeah yes beautiful something you said that resonated very deeply with my with myself was how I am I am the instrument that God is playing. So my work is to tune myself, mm -hmm. attune myself to to be able to listen and to be able to to play the song of spirit of life and let it play through me, mm. which is also very clearly manifested <clears throat> in a way that. I perceive when I focus on the voice and the sound of it and like when it goes through the mind, it's, it gets censored and it's not flowing. Uh, but when I'm able to tap into, into that source, into that life, it's, it's, it's flowing through me and it's a lot about trusting, trusting that source and, and trusting that um, to, to come through and also understanding that the voice is, is not only about singing. That's that's one of the aspects of it, but the voice is, is sacred. It can be through writing, it can be through speaking, it can be through through singing also. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But I think that was what really powered me to come to you. Also, what of course I want to be a good singer, but I also understand that there is much deeper aspects to to the voice. That comes from a, uh, uh, which goes back to the ultimate connection to spirit. Yeah. And uh, if we're walking this path, I think it's very important to at least acknowledge that this is an aspect of the divine. And even if we don't want to go into the depths of it, it's still a, a very important uh, part to. To contemplate on and to explore yeah definitely and i like when you said you know to uncensor yeah because um of course there's also a, a much deeper aspect of of all of this because if we look at the world we are living in yeah or the state of humanity as as we, where we are at right now and always have been somehow yeah to to ask, asking myself, I'm asking myself, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, uh, uh, how do I want to participate, and in what do I want to participate? Yeah, and 
what is my own personal way of creating a vibration or a frequency that is nourishing, of course, for myself, but also to the ones around me and to Mother Earth and Father Sky. Yeah, And we all have our own unique individual gifts, but I feel that's one big part of uh, self-healing on and and growth and transformation and the development of consciousness within myself or opening of consciousness within myself and within others is a great part to participate yeah especially in a moment where everything is just upside down and it seems like wisdom is getting lost and if we look in the into the behaviors between humans and races and tribes yeah so so that's where i feel um it's it's both yeah it's the practicing to stay connected to spirit to move through my own cha personal challenges in life and from there share uh, anything that i can share with people to find their own way of particip participation may it be in so i mean to be in service basically it comes down to that it doesn't really matter what we are doing yeah and to um yeah to move from greed or um mm, let's say unhealthy egoism <laughs> to to sharing and community and and to come back to to our uh selves let's say as as a human race yeah so yeah that also has to do with voice work yeah 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know look i mean it's so beautiful if we look at the musicians and the music that's out there especially nowadays yeah um the so-called medicine music that word didn't even exist 15 years ago yeah and also worked many people working with the plants and the search for exactly that for community and healing and well-being yeah and all aspects of ourselves so it's incredible how what's going on on that end as well yeah there are incredible musicians out there yeah and communities trying to work with that yeah working with that energy of expansion and opening up and so so yeah to just be part of that movement yeah and of course if we feel called to the voice great if we feel called to yoga amazing maybe it's dance maybe it's painting maybe it's nursing yeah whatever it is on on the planet yeah and though of course with the voice there's something special because um it's such a fine mix between the mystical and science yeah so yeah one of the great or important revelations for me during this these two days was perhaps i knew it intellectually before but now i really had an embodied understanding of it during one of the exercises where we were moving our arms and our hands while singing some mm -hmm. of the vowel, vowels outside and um, <laughs> that is that the voice and the body is not separate it, it is the same without the body it's not possible to make 
sounds. That's right. The body, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense, but somehow I perceived the voice to be something mm-hmm. separate, like a thing I have to mm-hmm. work with, something outside of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was one of the important puzzle pieces to fall down is, was that, no, it's not outside of myself. It, it, it is my body. And when that kind of, that coin kind of falls down, it's... Um, just makes so much sense which also means that the thoughts in our head our mind they're not separate it's all integrated in one and uh, when i'm tuned into my body which my voice is coming from that also means my body is part of the greater greater earth body so then the earth is also speaking through me mm-hmm. it's not just my ego although it's interpreted and it's uh, it's uh, channeled in, in a way through the mind but it comes from a deeper source which is which is the earth which is which is god ultimately yeah um, yeah and taking the attention away from the voice and the judgment the mental judgment of how it sounds like and and uh, i mean the singing is one part of it but it's also the judgment of ourselves and our own personalities and it goes back to the ultimate core of the ego uh, this judging voice that judges ourselves and, mm-hmm. and the world. Uh, so, uh. Yeah, and, and also trauma, you know. I mean, I also work with a couple of professional singers who are not happy, yeah, because they feel blocked in expressing their own you know, uh, feelings or emotions through their voice because they are so trained to cover to cover other people's songs, for example, and, and they are losing that natural feeling of, like what you said, to be in touch with their own bodies and to read the energy in the body, what's actually happening right now, and to freely express that in the moment, like children. Yeah, like when we were young and we were running around just making sounds. We didn't care if anybody is around at all. Yeah, and so the the greatest thing that can be in our ways is our minds. Yeah, and it's intense to see how we can sabotage that. It's also a sacred connection. Yeah, to just be in touch with the body. Yeah, and to feel ourselves, and also not to judge that if I feel low. Yeah, and I sit down and do my practice. If I would constantly judge myself for what I hear, yeah, I, it would be against myself. Yeah, so we are practicing self-love by just being with what is in the moment. And the voice is such a mirror in that end. It's also healing in the same time. Yeah, so that's the beauty because then it, it, just the fact that we are using the voice, that we are breathing deeply, yeah, and we are sitting down and we are practicing and for example, we are in a low mode, yeah, it, it's gonna um, support us to just feel a little better, yeah, in those, in those moments, and then even reach places that we wouldn't have reached by just being present with our grief or with our sadness or with our depression, yeah. The only thing that is requires is the willingness to, to practice, yeah, and I think that that's where the challenges and where the devotion needs to come in again. And I, f- I feel we are losing that a little bit on this planet. Yeah, the why am I practicing my voice? What is what is practice? Can you like sacred practice devotion, devotional practice? Because as you said, I think 
that's something a lot of us are not familiar with or don't know how to, mm-hmm. to establish. Mm-hmm. And uh, something you said was and like, what to do in this life? Well, what to do while we are here? Uh, and, and you said that the practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are div- different ways of practicing. Yeah, like, for example, I can practice my voice with the intention to become a famous singer to make a new album and wanting everyone likes me and thinks I'm amazing. Yeah, so I might get that reflection. Yeah, and it fades away very quickly. Yeah, so we are not really getting (laughs) nourished. Yeah, or yoga as well. Now I die as we see. Yeah, there are all kinds of different forms of yoga. But what is the essential? Why are we doing yoga? Yeah, is to be in union with God through the physical body. It's the same with the voice, more or less. So if I can, look, if I have to practice for a concert, of course I'm sitting down practicing, going through the song list with the musicians or whatever, freaking out if something is not really good, yeah, and all of this. Yes, that's necessary. And though underlying, when I'm sitting down doing my practice, that means a little meditation, warming up my voice, doing some scale exercises, and then singing, yeah, it's the longing to be one with God and to be free within that. Yeah, there's great freedom within that connection. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that connection will also carry you through the tough moments. You will know. carry me through the concert. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's look, I mean, in life, life is, is, is the, like the ocean. We have big waves, we have small waves, we have a, a completely calm ocean. And and navigating it, and I feel what is there that it's it has to do with health as well, and it also has to do with kindness and compassion with ourselves. So if I can devote my practice to be kinder and more conscious while moving through challenges, for example. Um, that's a great act of devotion yeah towards myself and and using the connection to god and to spirit to feel the support yeah to feel support the divine support and to trust that and it's the same like for example we made a plan and we are really excited about whatever uh, like about that plan and then everything falls apart and to trust that that's meant to be that certain things are meant to be as as they are in life. So that's also a great, uh, you know, to, to use the voice to establish a practice to, yeah, move through life with more grace and and ease, yeah. And it's such a first-hand experience when actually singing because I can force a tone, I can force a certain sound by my... Sh- by my will but it gets exhausted very early on and it doesn't really sound good either so it seems it's like stretching or like yoga either i can force a stretch uh for my sheer will or i can surrender into it or i can kind of let go uh into it mm-hmm. and this one we actually let go that it it um it summons strength and uh, and durability and connection so I thought that, that was really beautiful um, insight. Also, when when working with the 
with the voice because I have a very low, low, <laughs> low voice. And uh, from the time I had an impression or thought that I, I can't go high, it sounds sounds awful. <laughs> sounds like a very uh, screechy sound. Um, but after these two days, I really discovered no, I can actually go high and I can go go pretty high. But it's not about forcing it; it's mm-hmm. about kind of letting go into it through mm-hmm. the heart, and, and then it works, and it's quite mm-hmm. um, quite incredible. And it's like the span, the bandwidth is like the, the higher I can go, the lower I can go. Like the deeper roots I I grow, the higher I can grow like mm-hmm. a tree if mm-hmm. i don't have any roots if I, maybe if i don't have the the low tones it's very difficult to go up high because it's gonna it's gonna break so i like the i like the metaphor of a tree yeah yeah exactly i i mean yeah not to force anything especially when when working with the voice and like you say i like the example of of yoga how through practicing yeah each day the same exercise, something is happening, yeah, and we can relax a little bit more and really, yeah, into each posture. So we relax more into each exercise. And we actually use the physical body in voice work, yeah. We are using the pelvic floor and the diaphragm, yeah, and the spine and the wings of the voice, which are arms and hands. So we actually have this physical structure to explore that. And that's when we also learn to let go of the thought or of the mind and to really connect, like reading the energy in the body, being with the vibration in the body, which can be different every day. And, you know, it start, it's like a muscle. It starts to stretch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to use the body. And I feel, yeah, we, we can, you know, become really passionate about exploring that. Yeah. And understanding that it's it's not a machine. It's not a that's what makes it so beautiful. It's it's natural. It's fluent. It changes from day to day, like the weather. It's not a Pringle ships that's identical, <laughs> yeah. or a car or whatever. It it really changes. And some days it's maybe weaker. And other days it's stronger. But working with that and loving that and seeing that as a mm-hmm. that's what's also that is also what makes it such a powerful connector inside ourselves to our own emotions our own psycho-spiritual body and and also to to god yeah and everyone has a unique voice and whether we use it for you know speaking or singing it's that's the beauty yeah that everyone has actually a voice just that fact makes everyone a singer perhaps (laughs) that's what unifies us into the Universal Symphony, Universal Symphonist, which is also a song that that we've written. I don't know if it's connected to that, but we all have our own unique voice. That it's not that one is better than the other. It's not like a tree is one tree is better than the other tree. It's mm-hmm. just they're all unique. Every tree is unique. Every everything in nature is is unique, and that's mm-hmm. what makes it beautiful. It's not that one tree is saying that oh I should be taller, I should be lower, I should be. It's, it's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's all kind of filling its place in this universal symphony. As, yes. As we are as humans in our personality, in our ways, but also in our voice. 
Yeah, and it's it's something that you know we we have to discover within ourselves. Like that song, Universal Symphonies, I actually wrote um, going through a breakup with someone. I think it's uh, I don't know, two thousand and six, many many years ago. And I actually wanted to write about the breakup. <laughs> and I started to write the lyrics. Yeah, he didn't do that, and I didn't, and then yeah. And then this, uh, these lyrics of Universal Symphonies were, were coming through because I realized while going through my own personal emotions, the vibration of, of connectedness to something that's bigger than just me was healing for me in that moment. It was much more healing for me than pointing things out, even if it's in a song, pointing things out to him. Yeah, all those things we we of course it's important to to do that to express anger and all of that. But within music, it already brought me that song brought me to the place where I wanted to be after going through all the blame and hate. <laughs> mm. And so it created a vibration that helped me to move through this. Yeah, so so there is great medicine in in music. Yeah, because it creates a vibration in the body. It doesn't matter if I'm writing the song or if I'm listening to a song. Yeah, it's all about vibration. And I mean, humanity loves music. Yeah. Why do we all love music? Yeah, there's actually a story around that. You want to tell us? Yeah, I can tell you. I mean, it's not my story, unfortunately, but I'm also not Hafiz. It was either Hafiz or somebody else. And then Hafiz wrote it down. I'm not, not exactly sure. But the story is that when we as souls are called to enter another physical form, there's resistance. Yeah. And the soul doesn't really want to come here, <laughs> wants to stay home. Yeah. Which some of us, we, we still have that, that memory of, of that sensation. Oh, no. Um, which is not against life, but it's just generally the soul feels resistance. So, then the angels start to sing and and that's sound and when the angels are starting to singing to sing it lures the soul <laughs> into the body it lures it's like yeah like pulling gently the soul into the body and plung there we are and that's what they say you know those sages <laughs> poets why we love music so much because it's a memory of our home music is the connection to our home yeah and that's why also i feel we can have such deep profound experiences when we listen to certain music or when we are singing yeah that is beyond the me the the small yeah. me yeah yeah and and there's there's healing within that, yeah, and transformation because the more we let that vibration in, the more we can use it, yeah, to to move through this life with gratitude, to actually have that experience, yeah, of life. And that is the sanctity of of music, which is it's, it's not a new invention. This, I mean, music and and voice and singing goes back since since forever. And uh, tribes all over the world, some of which I have visited in the rainforests, but also indigenous tribes up in the north of of Sweden and all over the world. Like, yeah, no matter if you're Christian, Jewish, 
Islam or Hindi or it's all music is a core part of it of the connection and 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 why it gives us great joy I mean and it's in joy we it's in the joy also the sadness and grief but uh, that we that we connect yes it's it's a little bit like the breath yeah we are all breathing yeah and we are all connected through sound and and music yeah and there's no Jewish breath or Buddhist breath or Christian breath it's all just breath yeah breathing and it has a similar feeling to it with the with the music in fact when I was in Israel oh my god it's all long ago 2009 or something I was studying the oud with my teacher Yair wow Yair Dalal amazing teacher and he took me to a few events because he also is one of these people who who's trying to create the vibration of of peace through music yeah meeting with the with the arabs and playing yeah and to just be with him and witness that that in the moment those different tribes yeah are uh together playing music no war nothing pure music yeah it's it's incredible yeah to to go in and out of those different realities yeah and the intensity of what the human mind can create yeah the suffering that can be created so so yeah there are many aspects to music and to, to uh, instruments and to the to the voice in particular yeah yeah and also participating in uh, in uh, in the music and uh, because a lot of us currently are we're consuming music which is fine also we're listening to music but then also for me when i understood the the deeper aspects of it and the sanctity of music it really brought me to a place where i could no longer just observe or consume but i wanted to 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 learn how to contribute mm-hmm into the into the music yeah. it's a vast world so it might be difficult also for one to understand where to begin and it might be perceived so immense but in then ultimately it's very very simple yeah you begin by with yourself yeah <laughs> that's probably why you came you came to the workshop as well yeah because where to begin is always within oneself especially with the music i mean i have so many uh, also younger students who come and they say I just you know want to sit with people and sing but there are no people and I don't know how to do it and I, well do it with yourself first yeah because that that was my own experience yeah as well yeah and um, I, I mean okay I didn't necessarily have the goal to you know sing with people in a circle and and do all of these things that we could do I really just wanted to experience music within myself within my body yeah and then of course that generated the energy within me and around me and I attracted people who wanted the same yeah to just be with music and to trust that it's going to come yeah in the in the right moment so yeah yeah what matters the most for you in life it's a big question (laughs) (laughs) but whatever comes up in the moment I mean, the first word that is coming up is well-being. It really matters to me because if I am well within myself, I can be of 
greatest the greatest service to others. Yeah, so well-being, I would say. Yeah, it matters most. And I don't have a lot else coming up, actually, yeah. you know. Wholeness. Wholeness. Mm -hmm. Because everything else, I mean, I could go into details. Yeah, it matters to me that, you know, humans treat each other well, that I have a healthy relationship with my mom, you know, like, or whatever, yeah, that I can maybe one day participate in the community and have a piece of life. Like, these are all visions, yeah, but it doesn't matter so much. I mean, and, you know, what matters is well-being because I know from there everything else will come, whatever it is meant to come, yeah. And something you said is also that the root is also the connection to, to spirit, which from which everything else will kind of spring in its own natural mm -hmm. uh, natural way and maybe that's a pretty abstract statement connection to spirit and it might be difficult to put in words but uh, yeah i mean it's it's interesting because if i would say uh, for me personally it matters most the connection to spirit i think it will take a while <laughs> maybe <laughs> another decade until that really kicks in, yeah, because I'm not yet there, let's say, yeah. Um, maybe it's also one, you know, maybe one thing goes together with the other. I think if I can create a well-being in my body, yeah, with whatever there is, that is also a connection with spirit, yeah, because I'm not looking in, th in the outside, for anything um, that makes me happen, uh, happy or that I need. I mean, of course, I get sidetracked here and there. But yeah, it matters most to me to create a healthy state within myself. Yeah, instead of trying to change, begin with trying to change the world outside out of fear or paranoia, mm -hmm. uh, which might also be understandable in these times, very turbulent and, and chaotic mm. times. I mean, a lot of people are feeling fear and anxiousness, but um, instead of focusing on the things that we cannot change, begin with within ourselves, because we may might understand that I am a part of everything else. Mm -hmm. So by lifting my own consciousness, I lift the, the collective. Yes, I mean, it's, it's, it's because especially in these times on, on this planet, it's incredible the disaster that's happening, yeah, and where to begin and how can me, little Bettina, possibly participate in, in changing anything, yeah. And I think we, we all have our own individual ways, or maybe that's also depending on our karma where, you know, some of us fly into Iran and help, some of us go to Ukraine and help, whatever, yeah. So... But the like the immensity of of the craziness can be really overwhelming, and I I do feel there's a lot of numbness happening, yeah, within many of us, yeah, where we basically what I don't want to use that word, it sounds really intense, but giving up into into numbness, and and to not do that, <laughs> for that, I practice. Yeah, and then from there, it might lead me to bigger projects where I can participate. But I see very clear with my path, it is really working with 
the voice working with music and working with people, even through these times, yeah. And wherever it's going to guide me, I will see, yeah. But um, I think it's it's utterly important that we find something that keeps us sane. Yeah. Yeah. In very insane times, which the past few years have proven, at least to me, more than ever. Mm-hmm. And finding that practice that brings us back to the center and sanity. Just being a sane human being at this point in time is, is a great gift. Yeah, and also the grief that this is becoming so precious. Yeah, this planet, you know, should be uh, a, a, a safe place for our children to grow up. Why isn't that? Yeah, so even to have that thought can drive us crazy. Yeah, and we might go in and out of insanity and coming back to sanity. Yeah, so we because we are all connected. Yeah, there is no, no, we are all, we are everything in the same time. So where do I put my attention? Attention, yeah. By being present with everything that's going on, yeah, with the abuse, with the violence, with the hate, yeah. Keeping your heart open in hell. Something like this, I think. I think that's that's a quote from Ramdas. (laughs) Yeah, okay, great, yeah. I think some musician just used that in one of his songs. But yes, it's exactly, it, that's what yeah. it is about. And to mm, trust that, to trust that that's, that's a beautiful way, you know, and not to feel shame or guilt, yeah, about going through deep pro- personal processes. For example, I work with people who go through deep transformational processes connecting to their traumas and wounds, why the world goes crazy and people are dying of hunger. I'm sitting here, you know, trying to heal myself. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If we have the fortune to do do so, it's our duty. Yeah. So there are many layers to to all of this. There are many layers and it goes beyond you and me. And uh, the inner work, the outer work is a reflection of, of running inner work, but also understanding that it's, it's both. We don't only want to get stuck on ourselves and working with ourselves in um, like never-ending healing, but yeah, it, it is that yeah. healing and it's, it's, it works in exactly. symbiosis with the outer. Exactly. I mean, I can try to heal myself until the cows come home. You know, like it's it's about <laughs> finding that, and that also comes through a devotional practice. That's what I feel. It keeps us in alignment with Where's the energy going? Yeah, am I over processing? Yeah, am I doing one workshop after the other? At one point, we have to move into the next level, which for me is sharing with others. Yeah, and to where's that sensation in the heart? I really want to now share. Yeah, and yeah, it's delicate. We have to stay alert within ourselves in the same time. Yeah, and I think if we do voice work, for example, it will keep us on track. Yeah, because there's this, okay, you know, that that connection, the vertical connection. Yeah. Yeah, it goes through all the, I mean, the voice goes through really all the different chakras and all the different aspects of our psycho-spiritual body, if we're able to sense that. Well, a a healthy and well-balanced mind and body will tell us when it's time to stop the freaking processing, yeah, and to move on into the next level and to to start to share and be in service. Yeah? yeah. That doesn't mean that, you know, I'm all healed and you know, no process as anymore, but 
No, no, and it's, it's about being in peace and, and wholeness and, and then letting that that um, that emanate outwards and uh, finding our own, realizing, discovering our own unique gift to provide to the world as a service because it's in that service it goes beyond ourselves and that's where a lot of the strength and, and the power is coming from as well. Because if it's just about me and my own, where I'm gonna go, what am I gonna do, and who is gonna marry me, I like it is to get stuck in 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 the drama of things, like recognizing the drama, but also seeing. well, yeah, that's the super ego kicking in, and it will do that. But you know, we are, I think, in really pivotal times of healing on this planet, and it is reflected in if you look around. I mean, you know, we are covered in well-being. Uh, retreats and healing centers and you know I mean <laughs> that's also the, to see that that's what's actually happening we do try we are trying to heal ourselves yeah and it's beautiful it's a beautiful reflection and that wasn't present 200 years ago okay so to also see okay there is actually a development of consciousness if it's gonna <laughs> save us or save this planet that's in the stars yeah but within the microcosmos of each individual being with a certain within a certain state of consciousness it's it's all about healing right now and transformation yeah and for me a lot of the sanity for me and uh, is understanding the greater picture of what is happening on 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 to humanity like that we're going i perceive it as we're at a point at a pivot point at a climax where either we really raise our our consciousness and kind of evolve in our consciousness to a place where we really can sense our interconnectedness mm -hmm. to all things, all life and mm -hmm. come into that place of harmony and symbiosis with the rest uh, of life and to me it's, we are at the point that that has to happen because if we continue down the path that we're going now <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think it is actually happening. It is actually happening. It's just about letting go of the idea that will stop anything that's not in harmony. Yeah. yeah, it won't might not stop the wars. It might not stop the rape. Yeah, but I don't feel that consciousness is about that. Yeah, it's about what you already said, like feeling that there is a movement within oneself. Yeah, within one owns evolution of consciousness. That's what's moving forward. It might might not. Yeah, on the other contrary, yeah, we are gonna we are going down yeah. the rabbit hole. Yeah, it's both. And it's that's both the, in the same time. At the it's same the time. Yeah, so we have to just not attach, yeah, yeah, ourselves to the idea that we all have to wake up tomorrow morning and on together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, beautiful, beautiful. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Yeah, a friend of mine had that vision once. <laughs> Every single human being from all nations, all tribes, all like from children, babies to elders, we were all oming at the same time in all different time zones together. And whoa, yeah, I'm getting really goose goosebumps. Yeah. yeah, but the reality is what it is. So. And it is embracing that horror and that pain and that suffering and that dysfunction and also seeing that it is within me. Mm -hmm. Seeing the own dysfunction in my own yes. mind. That, I mean, that's yes. that's where healing really 
Exactly. Exactly. Begins. Exactly. And that's, you know, just to complete this here, because I know we have to come to an end, is that's why I'm devoted to to this voice work. Because it keeps me on track. Yeah, it keeps me alert of my own inner well-being and um, gives me the strength, strength and the energy to do the work I'm doing without any attachment to what it possibly can do to the to the planet or not yeah so yeah so a few final questions you don't whatever comes up you don't have to go into deep detail but i would like to ask what is it to be human in your perception what what is the nature of, of being human of being life um What is it to be a living animated being on on the planet like in its essence? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean I I only have a word coming up for me and that's wisdom, you know, as a human being to grow into into wisdom and learning and compassion. Yeah, that's what it is for me to be human as to just be that as much as I can. Loving oneself for that. Despite our dysfunction, despite all the stuff that we judge about ourselves, but somewhere finding peace and acceptance in our own process of who we are and as a as the human collective, which I've had a lot of anger and frustration with. And it's like why why are we how can how how can we be where we are as a collective? How mm. how can it be so dysfunctional? But also recognizing that it is exactly as it should be on one level. Yeah. So we got to wrap this up. So <laughs> just a few last questions to where is your journey heading next? And uh, how are you going to continue the, the medicine of your voice work? What do you mean on a practical level? A practical or? level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where will you be? What is going to happen? Okay, well, I mean, uh, for now, as you noticed, I'm based in Ibiza. So I will probably be here for a while. I don't know. Let's see. But yes, um, end of January, I'm going to go to Costa Rica. I, I do my yearly tour, which is Costa Rica, Hawaii, California. So that's where I'm going to be on the other side of the planet. And just offering also one-on-one -on -one personal retreats and group retreats and uh, weekends with uh, plant medicine and concerts and singing circles. So it's going to be packed five or six weeks and then I'm going to be back here. Only Are you only going to be away for five, six weeks? Then you'll be back in Ibiza. I think so, unless something happens only and I won't return. I don't know. I mean, I'm always open. Yeah. But I think I'm not um, traveling like that no. anymore. No. So I, I return to my base, you know, yeah. but I'm also definitely open to, I'm always open yeah. while traveling if I might go somewhere else. Yeah, it's the nomadic heart. Yeah, yeah. I'm always open. Let's see where the journey journey goes. Yeah. And it's the nomadic heart. It's, it's going with, um, with that flow. And if people want to learn more about you, you've got a website. Yes. Bettina Marengi. Yes. Yeah. Dot com. Dot com. Mm -hmm. and uh, 
for anyone that is interested in doing a two-day one-on-one workshop with Bettina, I, Samuel, uh, can highly recommend that if you feel the calling and if you feel like yeah, diving deep into the mystery and the sanctity of the voice that goes beyond singing. Um, it's, a, it's a really precious thing, I think, that, uh, that uh, you, you offer that possibility of doing it one-on-one. I mean, it's not all artists that are doing that. Mm. It, it's quite a, yeah, it, it's quite a gift. So thank you very much for that. You're so welcome. Well, the, the one-on-one, of course, you know, I have students online or I have students coming here to the house to have a lesson. But the, the what, two days one-on-one is, of course, it's a different journey. So, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm able to offer this. Yeah. Good. Okay. Anything else you would like to mention, say, share in this? Or you feel you feel good? Yeah, I feel good. I think we had a nice conversation, a very um, in the flow and how you say this, improvised kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you. No, you, you, yeah, thank you so much for, for your devotion, Samuel. No problem. So, yeah. My, it's my great joy of bringing wise and uh, the voices I respect a lot in my own life out there so that whoever would like to tune in can do that because I know a lot of people would really like to hear what we've been talking about now. Mm-hmm. So thank you for doing this together with me and uh, welcome. all the best on your continual on the journey through life Yes, and the mystery. <laughs> thank you, Samuel. <laughs> thank you very much. Much gratitude for tuning in to One Voice. If you enjoyed today's episode, hit like and subscribe and follow us on Instagram so you never miss out on upcoming episodes. And feel free to share it with someone you love. Blessings.